Oh, hello there. I'm Melinda Catherine Gross. And I'm Michael Nixon. And we like to talk about murder. Well, you like to talk about murder, fictional murder, a <laughs> lot, uh, whether anybody wants you to or not. That's right. And Michael doesn't talk about murder nearly enough. So I would like to invite you all to join us as we explore the material of our favorite monster. Hannibal Lecter. Yes. Each week we will be discussing and dissecting the film and TV appearances of Thomas Harris's infamous serial killer, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Mostly, I'm going to try to get Michael to eat people. I won't. You will. I might, but there's only one way to find out. Tune in to Having a Friend for Dinner, available on DuelingGenre.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, bon appetit. Ooh. Dueling Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zomromcom, Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli. And today we will be taking a bite out of Minute 12, which begins with uh, Phil reminding Sean about some flowers and ends with Sean beginning to make a very big mistake while on the phone with Liz. Yeah. So um, I just want to start pointing out God damn it, Philip loves Barbara so much. Oh, it's it's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's it's you know, you you, you can I guess knowing what we know now, it, it it's one of the it's one of the the blessings of getting to watch this movie like, you know, a second and third time is yeah, you, this is all coming from a place of love. And yeah. not only that, but it's coming from loving the same person as Sean. Mhm. Mhm. Well, and and you know, he he loves Barbara and he doesn't want her to be disappointed by Sean, but he's also doing what he thinks is a loving fatherly thing to do for Sean, which is making sure he's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't think, you know, again, it's like we talked about, uh, like, like, it, like, well, like we keep talking about um, throughout this is that Sean gets very irate when when he feels like he's being judged by people. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening here is he feels like he's being judged by Philip. And I and I definitely think Philip is, you know, he's prejudging him to a certain extent. He's definitely not giving Sean any credit. Uh, but that's because Sean hasn't earned that credit. <laughs> yeah, and that's a thing yeah. that I think a lot of. Especially teenagers, which goes to show you, you know, like where how Sean immature, is at. Yeah. Right. How immature Sean is. But but teenagers feel like they want to be given credit and they haven't earned that credit. And in fact, they've earned the opposite. Usually right. they, they 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 owe credit. Right. But they always get very irate when people don't give them what they feel like is is credit. Like, you know, give me some credit. I'm going to remember to, you know, call grandma for a birthday. Like, well, you never like, have. No. 
Yeah. No, you you never have, mm-hmm. and you you almost forgot last year if I didn't remind you. And it's like, well, I was gonna do it if you hadn't reminded me. And it's like, no, you wouldn't have, mm-hmm. and and then we wouldn't even be able to have this conversation. You know, it, it's it's one of those things where. Like it's, yeah, I yeah. mean, my grandma, my grandma does this all the time and it took a long time for me to, to sort of Killer. make peace with it. Um, which is, uh, that she will, she would send me like a Facebook message. Like, don't forget to wish this person a happy birthday today. And it's like, I, and it, it took me a while to like know that her heart is in the right place. Like she's not just being naggy. Like oh, she just wants yeah. I get those. me. Yeah, she just wants me to look, uh, you know, look look good, good for those exactly. people. Yeah, yeah, you I know, get, I get those from my mom and dad all the time. Like, hi, you know, it's 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 this it's this Thea's birthday, or hey, it's this cousin's birthday. Don't forget to shoot your godmother a text. And yeah, it's it's right when you when you as you get older and you hopefully let go of that that very adolescent like ego part of you. Right. It's you you kind of see the you kind of see the note behind the note. Right. And it's it's not like, hey, Sean, you're a fuck up and you always are. It's like, please don't forget this because I'm the one that has to deal with like your your mom like getting disappointed on the other end of the phone like every time, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um I uh and I and I and I just I just love how much Philip loves Barbara. Yeah, um, it's it's and great. you can and you can yeah. feel it in this scene. Like mm-hmm. you can feel She's it. not even there. You haven't even met her yet. And you can see it in Nihi's restraint. You know, that 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 like just starting to get a little bit like fidgety or emotional. And it's this thing with keeping it all in. Yes, please. I, w- I would love to hear your perspective on this. Right, because because I have I have a stepmother and a stepfather. Mm-hmm. And this is especially with my stepfather, um I this sort of reaction that he has where there's a set of priorities with step parents because step parents, for the most part, I'm not going to say I don't want to generalize and say that this is all step. In parents, your experience, you know, every in my experience, and 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 with a lot of the experience that I've had with other people's step parents, mm-hmm. it seems to be um, a similar situation. I I think the younger that you are when gaining a step parent, I think that will that tends to change things and make mm-hmm. them more parental and i think also if your step parent is due to the fact that your biological parent either isn't in the picture at all for you know lack of responsibility reasons or if it's because they're they're dead god forbid mm-hmm. um i think that's also a different situation but if the situation is just specifically you know, your parents were divorced and now you have a step parent. Yeah. You were already think, like kind of a developed person or at least like right. developing fully. Right. When you are a, when, when the step parent, ha- their priorities are number one, their wife, number two, you. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, and it's, and it's because that's just, you're not, you're really not their responsibility, but, their wife or husband is their responsibility. And so to a certain extent, they want you to be on your best behavior and mm-hmm. doing your your best, being your best self for the sake of their wife or husband. Mm-hmm. It's a package and deal, I think, as a TV show right. say. 
And I think that that's what's going on here is that his priority is to Barbara, and that's why he's here. But he also genuinely cares about Sean. There's that little moment where uh, after Sean says, you know, he's like, he's like, I was, I was gonna, and he's like, and maybe not from a, uh, uh, not a posy from a garage and like a four corner. Right. And he's like, I wasn't gonna, which is such like a teenage boy response. Right. Right. Exactly. And then there's like a beat and Phil, Philip looks up and sort of just, just passes through a smile. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And says, "Looking forward to seeing you tomorrow." Then it's it, it that that's the tragedy, and and this is such a thing that can happen in real life if you're not careful. Where you you think you're not allowed to relax around someone, mm-hmm. and you always have to be a little tense, and you always kind of have to be on your guard. And if you are with a person that you're comfortable with, you you see an opportunity for a moment of levity, and you take advantage of it, and the the tragedy of these two is that they you know phil sees the moment kind of wisp you know blow past him but he 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 just doesn't think he can catch it and like be like oh okay well that's okay it, it, it's yeah it's just uh so rough so mm-hmm. so full of humanity this minute yeah and and the worst part about the about bill knight like sort of just flashing that smile, that half smile, that very small smile for like a second is that Sean misses it because he's looking down because he's pouting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he doesn't see Philip sort of break through the pretense. Yeah. At all. He just, he just misses it. Goes right past him. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't, uh, it's, uh, it's we'll get in, I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll get into more specifics at appropriate minutes, but it's, is it safe to say that that Phil has been in the picture for like a decade plus at this point? Oh yeah. 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 So enough time to have his own relationship with Sean that's you know has I'm sure had had its own ups and downs and then has now kind of mm-hmm. cooled off for what seems to be an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Like maybe as soon as he got maybe as soon as he moved out. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, that's what, that's sort of what happened to my stepdad, you know, like Mm -hmm. I, I, my mom had custody of me. And so I saw him every single day and Mm -hmm. he was a major part of my life. And now that I've, you know, been away from home for 10 plus years, Mm -hmm. uh, I, I, not only do I hardly ever see him, but I don't like talk to him because when I call, I'm calling for my mom. Right. And so I talked yeah. to her mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, I just have the cursory, like, you know, say hi to Brian or, you know, how's Brian doing? And, mm-hmm. and she'll tell me and that's it. It's like a little update, but that's it. Like I, I only see him when I see them in person and that's not that often. I mean, you're talking, you know, once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I see him, yeah, it's, it's sort of like this. It's, it's like, oh, what were the kinds of things that I would go to him you know, with help before it would be mm-hmm. things like, you know, getting a car or car questions. And so like one of the first things he'll always ask me whenever I do see him, there'll be a lull in the conversation and he'll be like, how's your car? Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's sort of the code for how, what's, how are you, how are you? I care about you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's code for, I care about you. Yeah. Exactly. 
Um, and this is sort of, yeah, that was my way in before. So I'm going to use it now. Yeah. Cause it, sometimes it's, it's hard and this could be a, a male thing or maybe it's an American thing. I don't know, but it's, it sometimes is difficult to just nakedly tell someone that they care about you. It can feel awkward. It can feel unnatural. So it's, it's easier to be like, Hey, I came to your work to remind you to bring flowers for your mom because I care about her not being sad and I care about you not looking like a twat in front of your mom. But exactly. It's gonna but he's it's going to come off as like I'm 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 here to like pick at you. Right. And make right. you feel inadequate. Right. Which because is he does feel inadequate. The whole right, which is the whole thing with Sean. Like mm -hmm. that's that's just his whole character is that he doesn't like being judged yeah and that's it's, it's what kinda, this feels like to him it's a difference between a character like sean and a character like like the dude who's another cinematic underachiever but is deeply comfortable with himself and and doesn't care what anyone thinks and people call him lazy to his face and throughout the big lebowski and he's just like i don't i don't care yeah right yeah um, so tell us about uh, Bill Nye. Where 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 did he come from before this? Uh, well, he came actually directly from heaven. Oh, that just, makes sense. Just fully formed. He is, in, he is in fact the angel Gabriel. Yes, uh, <laughs> in his appearing in his appearing to be in his like late forties, right? Already kind of that comfortable like. I don't know. He it's he fine. is he is one of those dudes you can't picture being young, and not in a bad way. I don't know if I've ever yeah. really, I don't know what is so. the, I, I'm, I'm going to look down his filmography in a little bit, but uh, he was born in Surrey uh, in December 1949. Uh, and yeah, he was, uh, he was brought up as a Roman Catholic, just like me. So we have something in common. Uh, he made his way uh, as most actors on the BBC radio uh, before cutting his teeth even more uh, on the stage and screen over the decades. Uh, some of his many performances over the years that we might be familiar with is underworld <laughs> i don't know why that was yeah. oh wow i think the first movie i saw him in was did you ever see fairy tale a true story is that the uh that's the one with uh with uh uh, uh drew barrymore and 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 not well, almost wolverine right oh i think you're thinking of ever after oh this i don't think a lot of People. I weirdly owned a storybook of this, and I think that's why I remember it. But it came out in '97, and it the poster is like a little girl's hand and a fairy's and a fairy touching the little girl's hand, like ET, mm. and just in big letters, just believe. Uh, so Bill Nye, he was in that, and <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, Shaun of the Dead was sort of uh, around the same time. As a mid-career resurgence for Mr. Nighy, we remember seeing him in Underworld and Love Actually in the mid-2000s. And from then, his, uh, his career shot, and he became one of our most beloved character actors. Davy Jones mm. from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, uh, Slarty Bartfast, The Boat That Rocked. Yeah. Uh, he was even in that G-Force movie, where the, the guinea pigs can talk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the rush of three military vehicles going down the street unfazed um yeah completely well, what, I, what i find so interesting about sort of the background happening mm -hmm. happenings of the uh, zombie apocalypse sort of building up in the, sure. the background of this movie 
what what why aren't they telling anyone anything <laughs> right yeah or like, or yeah. are they and people just aren't paying attention if people aren't like why aren't people paying attention like how has sean not heard about what's happening i mean we get like little hints that he's like whoa what is this and keeps getting distracted which is fine but then people like um you know like like Ray, rave's character like like uh noel they don't seem to know anything about it either. So, and then like that one lady is like still working at the flower place later in the week. So I, I'm just, I, I, I'm wondering like what exactly is happening that they, they have like a, you know, a, a military caravan going down downtown London. Like what's going on? So is this, uh, is this an example of, and I, I remember bringing this up, I think it was the first week. Is this an example of something that wouldn't be possible now in 2017? That someone could go six to 12 hours without realizing that a zombie apocalypse is breaking out? Because would everyone's phones just be buzzing with alerts now? I think so. Like, or, know, or not, maybe not even buzzing with alerts, but I think everyone would know because everyone's on their phone all the time. Yeah, it would, it would, be, it would be. And trending. I don't mean that in a negative way. I just mean like it's just a part of our life now. You yeah, know? yeah. In a, in, a, in a very matter of fact way, it's just become a thing where people are on their phones. People are connected to current events in the way that, that we, we weren't even 10 years ago. Right. So yeah, they're, Sean, they're even more current than the nightly news, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's interesting. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, Noel. So I had a question. I had a question for you about Noel. Oh. Um, because, you know, Noel here is just not, not. I mean, he's just sort of like making fun of, he's like bullying the older guy mm-hmm. um, a little bit. Cause you know, he senses that Sean is really a nerd and he's, he's just kind of like, I'm going to exert my dominance over this guy. Like you're not my boss and I'm yeah. going to prove it mm-hmm. by, you know, belittling every, you. yeah. Belittling you at every turn. Exactly. Um, and that's definitely what's going on here. And to him, because he's young, he's like, yeah, no, I'm just having fun with him. And then you don't mm-hmm. realize until like later in life that you're just being a yeah. dick. Um, but are you, you going to ask why I do that to you? No, no. I was going to ask, have you come across any situation? Have you been involved in any situation like this being that you worked as a substitute teacher for like nine months? Oh, of kids like of kids like giving me the business of kids doing this, like doing this, pulling this move. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess what my I, I think what triggers Noel in in this whole you know these past couple of minutes is that it's I I think similar to Sean, I think when he was taken aside and like, hey, you know, don't don't be a dick. He maybe took that as like, oh, so what? Are you're just like you're taking me to the principal's office. Uh huh. Where Sean meant it to be kind of a two peers, like fraternal, like or even possibly mentor mentee. Noble's like, hey, old man, like you don't tell me what to do, and is now right because that is very much in the teenage instinct of like if your manager or assistant manager thinks that they're like at, on the bridge of the enterprise, it is kind of fun to like. Just I I, I was never like this, but I I would be like, I I was more like the Ed putting the sign on the guy's back. But like, 
not really being confrontational in person. But now that I'm, when I was uh, subbing and with kids, I would just try really hard to not, I would do my best to not act like the the boss. And I don't mean like in a, hey, I'm everybody's pal kind of way, but like, just be like, hey guys, we're doing this. Uh, this is due at the end of the day. If we're, if we're good, you know, if, if you guys are good, we'll have an easy day. If you guys are shitty, we'll have a bad day. It's up to you. And <laughs> they'd be like, wow, just did you, did you explain this to them while sitting down in your chair backwards? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, now we're going to listen to some hip hop. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think I remember when I level with your kids, <laughs> but whenever I, I could, I could, I could, I could, I could like sense a kid, like having a laugh with his friends. Honestly, I would be like, fucking what what who cares mm. like it's because i remember being a kid and like it was important to kind of i remember that us versus them kind of feeling that yeah isn't real but when you're a kid it is like oh the teachers and we're the kids and yeah and i'm like well, i don't want to i don't want to take that away from them you know <laughs> and they're not so like and I, I i honestly never got any like uh pranks or like people would be like uh like kids would say like do you have a girlfriend and it would just be like haha girlfriend you know and they'd be like that's yeah. none of your business but yes i pound down <laughs> jesus <laughs> to, to the elementary school but yeah no that's an interesting what do you 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 are currently an educator uh yeah but the, it's you know it's different in in a college setting you know, gotcha. It's a little, yeah. Tomfoolery yeah, is optional. Tomfoolery is a little less smiled upon. Yeah. Well, and it's it's optional. So, like, you don't have to be there. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, like the only time that it's not optional is for, uh, you know, athletes, I guess. Like, if they want to be in athletics, they have to be going to class. But mm-hmm. they don't they don't bother anyone. They just sit in the back of the class and do they just do nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, they take up space. They don't really get involved. Um, so also now I don't know. K- k- kids have their phones and I, yeah. I would break the rules. I guess I can say this somewhat safely now, but I had a rule that if, if you finished your assignment, you had a choice to either read or work on stuff for another class. And then they would be like, I don't have a book or I don't have stuff from another class, which, you know, bullshit. But I, 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 I would let them get on their phones and you know what? It kept the class quiet and sure is, you know, I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. I'll keep it at that. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the trick here, uh, is that as Sean mentioned last week in the meeting, he is a senior staff member, which is not a leadership role. Right. Yeah, yeah, when 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 you when you break it down it actually is kind of a nothing title. It's not a title. He's saying he is a staff member just like all of them. He's just been there the longest. So, he is he is, you know, making himself in charge, but he's not in charge and they all know it and Noel is the only one who's just like, "Yeah, I'm not letting this go. Like you're not in charge." And do I'm going to put you in your place. Okay. You are the same as me, you know? Yeah. Do you, so do you think senior staff member even came from Ash? 
no, I think I think he left Sean a note and was just like, hey, make sure you guys there's not going to be a manager. You're closing today. tonight. <laughs> yeah, you're closing. Whatever. Make sure that this this and this and this get done. Yeah, this is and, how much money is in the register. Right. And Sean is just like, OK, well, I'll have a meet a, a meeting, I guess. And he does it. And he's like, this is going nowhere. OK, let's just open the store. And this guy's disrespecting me, so I'm going to take him aside and try to explain to him, you know, what's what. But the re- the, the the situation is that Sean is not actually in charge. He and has no Noel authority. knows it. He's Noel knows it. And he's going to put Sean in his place. Oh, he, he's, he's like, you're not the boss of me. He's being a Dwight. Yeah, right. He's being a Dwight. Sean is totally being a Dwight, which is a office reference for any an American office reference. Sorry, he's um, being a Mackenzie Crook. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Now you're speaking their language. <laughs> oh, I um, know what he's talking about. He's yeah, so he's name. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's he's being uh, you know assistant to the regional manager. Um, is what's uh, what's happening here. It's not not a real title. Noel knows it, mm-hmm. and he's he's gonna put Sean in his place because look, you're not you're not my boss. All I have all day, my entire life, is people talking down to me. You are not above me. You are not my boss. You are yeah. not allowed to talk down to me. I buy weed from your roommate. Right. I'm, I'm, yeah, no, you're getting put in your place. I, I that's definitely what's going on here. And I mean, granted, he's doing it in the most like shit eating grin. Yeah, of course. Of course. Sort yeah. of way. Cause he's 17 years old. He's not going to be straight with Sean because he's more amused at like seeing him basically torture, psychologically torturing <laughs> him. Yeah. Well, also, so. life just keeps handing him layups, though, too. Right. Like, Sean's stepdad showing up, his girlfriend calling him, Sean getting red. Like, it's just like, I, I can't keep letting this go. I have to keep calling yeah. this out. Uh, I really love the decision to not bring the music down during Noel's line. Uh, the uh, I thought uh, you said this wasn't a social ga- hangout or what was like social gathering. So it says what a social gathering, and like the music doesn't go down, so you kind of don't hear it very well. But right. for some reason, that makes it that always makes it funnier to me. I know it's it's almost like the move, the comedy, and the horror parts of the movie are like racing for half a second. Right. No, I love it. You know what? You know who else he reminds me of. Sure. Who? And I think this is the first time that I'm ever connecting this. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of, uh, I forget what his name is now, but the mm. um, the the kid in the Home Alone movies, Macaulay uh, Culkin, Buzz, Buzz. Oh, the brother. Yeah, the older yeah. brother. Yeah. Oh, not yeah, Macaulay absolutely. Culkin. Why would he <laughs> remind me of the Macaulay kid from Culkin. Home Alone? Like that wouldn't be my first guess. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. He does. He does totally look like Buzz. He also kind of yeah. has like a like a like a druggier Jason Siegel. Yeah, a little bit. Like sure. you, like, like if young, you like can't hardly wait, you, Jason Siegel. Like if you merge Jason Siegel and Seth Rogen into a single entity, mm-hmm. a single British entity. <laughs> Man, I watched Donny. <laughs> I watched Donnie Darko the other day, and I always forget the Rogans in that. Yeah. So there you go. So Jason Siegel from Can't Hardly Wait. And and Seth Rogen from Donnie Darko, yeah, merge them into a single being, and and you get mm-hmm. you get Rafe here as Noel mm-hmm. in Shaun of the Dead. Uh, I love. I, we we were talking on the last show about uh, how Tom Wilson just seems to be gifted from a high, gifted by a higher power to play like a bully. 
uh-huh. and it just feels so natural. But uh, Seth Rogen is kind of a bully in Donnie Darko, and it is it is not his natural type. No. <laughs> uh, there's a part where they're like kind of like, well, they're not kind of, but they're like harassing uh, Jenna Malone's character at the school bus. Mm-hmm. And Seth Rogen's like, I like your boobs. And I'm like, that's. <laughs> that's well, great. that's not that's sure. not his fault. That, well, I know, I know, I know. That's no, the writing. That whole, and, yeah. yeah, that whole movie's dialogue is super awkward and bad. <laughs> There's some dialogue in Donnie Darko that I still. Like I, I I say suck a fuck a lot. Like go suck a fuck. Well, I I uh, think I think that there is memorable dialogue. Okay. I don't think yes. any of it's I don't think any of it's good. I think it's memorable in the way the dialogue mm-hmm. in the room is memorable. Right. Um, yeah. I doubt sometimes <laughs> I doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. Right. Yeah. It's I mean, how can you not love that line? But I love that as much as I love Oh hi Mark. Oh hi Mark. Um, yeah. yeah, which oh, what a story! Another Mark another is Seth also, Rogen, uh, another Seth Rogen. This is Seth Rogen joint. Yeah, what a story! Mark has definitely infiltrated my my common tongue. <laughs> like if someone is just talking a little too long, what a story, Mark! Oh man, like I do every day. Uh, so l- let's talk a little bit about. Well, do we want to go more into Sean's mistake today or tomorrow? Uh, we're already running kind of long. We could do it tomorrow. Yeah, let's 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 save it because we have. Yeah. I, I mean, I think the major part of the mistake is tomorrow. The meat of it. Um, it just it just starts here. But I think we've mm-hmm. talked enough about about Noel and. Uh, but but let's just say he gets a call from Liz and he is trying to hide that he's talking to his girlfriend. Yeah, he's trying to cover it up. And uh, that's that's gonna bite him in the ass. It will, and but it'll bite him in the ass on Wednesday. But today, uh, you can go to duelinggenre.com and check out all of our podcasts. I'm never gonna try saying them all at once again. Uh, but there's there's a lot. And uh, I was just on Ferris Bueller minute with Gabby and Victoria, with Gary and Victoria, and that was Gabby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> was... I'm gonna call him Gabby Gary from now on. Gabby Gavin with Gary. Oh, old Gabby Gary. Old Gabby Gary. Back at it. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, go to duelinggenre.com. You can listen to Geek by Night. It's on a hiatus. Immunities. Uh, he's casting that right now. If you're in the Chicago area and you've always wanted to uh, get interested in like, you know, voice acting for podcasts or audio dramas, uh, mm. hit us up. Go to duelinggenre.com. Learn more about Immunities. And uh, that's about it. In the meantime, let's uh, have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow up.